Welcome to Fangirl Fridays, where two girls freak out over television from yesterday and today. Hi, I'm Natalie. And this is Marin. Episode three. Happy Friday, everybody. I guess we're still doing this, huh? We made it. The people have demanded more. And by people, you mean your mom and my mom? And don't forget the people who do their hair. <laughs> they both have told both their hairdressers about our podcast. So we've got four fans. Word, word of mouth marketing is really taking off. <laughs> Um, but speaking of the people, uh, we did get a few requests from your mom and my mom uh, from our last episode. So we briefly talked about dinosaurs right. as a TGIF show. Um, we talked about the theme song, and the people want to hear it. So I did a bit of research, also known as Googling, and I found the theme. I'm excited because you told me not to listen to it, so I'm going into this like, Yeah, blind. so this is going to be a natural reaction. I did tell Natalie explicitly you cannot look for this clip, so I'm going to play it. Honey, I'm home. I haven't seen dinosaurs in a long time, right. so as you should not have. Is the father based on Dan Connor in Roseanne? I never was clear on whether it was like a Roseanne riff or if it was like a honeymooners riff. But then I also think that you could maybe say that Roseanne was a honeymooners riff. That's true. And the kids don't really like go with Roseanne kids either. So no, I mean the whole thing. That's like, original. First of all, this was a real show that people actually watched. I think it was on TV for four years on TGIF. That's four years too many. I feel like the 90s were such a simpler time, but I have had multiple people, maybe even including myself, tell me that their first crush was like the letter jacket wearing brother Robbie, <laughs> which is very confusing because he is a dinosaur. But he's like, a dinosaur as a stud he's like super hot because he has a jacket on because he has a jacket I mean, that, that's, that's all it takes do you feel like your mom would be as confused sexually by Robbie <laughs> Sinclair the dinosaur as she was about Jordan Catalano no because he does not have a choker like Jordan Catalano I mean I still think we should FaceTime her and see what she thinks yeah she will love that she's your Facebook friend now. I know she's, she's obsessed a, she follows me on Instagram I'm obsessed with her everything's good hi Mrs. Burris <laughs> Um, okay, so now that we've given the people what we want, what not what we want, what they want, what are you fangirling over this week? Um, this week, I want to fangirl over The Return of Scream Queens. I've never seen it, okay. which again, I don't know why you're with it me. It is not for everyone. I think, well, if you scare easy one, me. that's not yeah. a good thing. But it's very campy and very offensive. <laughs> like in the humor, I feel like it just could offend anyone for something. Like racist or like what? Yeah, like everything. <laughs> like everything. It covers all the grounds. Uh -huh. um, but there was a point where they give um, someone a makeover in the middle of this like hospital. And I yelled to my roommate, this show was made for me. <laughs> and then like in a, two scenes later, someone gets murdered. Like it's a great show. It is. And I'm just so happy it's back. The, the styling is out of control. I mean, yeah, it has all, it's touching on all your favorite things, which are murder and makeovers. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's really the saying, two M's. <laughs> really saying a lot about Natalie. Um, I am fangirling over something really that happened to you. It yes, didn't happen to me my at all. Story. Yeah, it's Natalie's story, but I like, I told her that the success of the podcast depended on her doing this and she didn't do it. So I, 
I'm okay. so mad at me. You just threw your head down. <laughs> anyway, so Natalie went to Disneyland. Natalie loves Disney. This is a theme that will come up, much like me sweating. It's like you love Disney. And you went there. Was this last week? Uh, yeah. And I was checking, like, while waiting in line, I was checking um, Snapchat and Instagram. And I noticed both Busy Phillips and Kelly Oxford were in Disneyland together. With me. And together. Yeah. yeah. And with you. The so, three of you were there together. So immediately I text you and I'm like, oh my God, Busy Phillips is here because she's your queen. Yeah. And you just tell me that I have to find them. Yeah. I, I distinctly remember that it was a text in all caps and I was like, you must go now. Find them. And the best part is that she did. She sends it by accident. Yes, by accident. So I get this text message from Natalie. I mean, all of this is during the workday. You had taken the day off, right? And priority. It is the back of Kelly Oxford and Busy Phillips's hair, but it is very clearly them. Yeah. And but yeah, I had given up finding them. There's no way I'm gonna see them. So I was with my friends, and we were in line to get some food, and I turn around. And they, Busy Phillips and Kelly Oxford are, like, grabbing their kids, rushing through this crowd because a parade's about to start, and they're yeah. trying to avoid the parade. Right. So there was no way I could get to them unless I ran, like, a crazy person. I didn't want to scare their kids. I love that you were thinking about the babies. You well, also, I didn't want to scare You weren't thinking about me, too. but you were thinking about the children. Yeah. So that's fine. But it was still pretty amazing. But you were in their proximity, and that that is something to be fangirled so, over. I'm still freaking out about it. Yeah. I know. It could have been. It could have been. The launch of Fangirl Fridays, you could have just casually spoken to them. We have stickers. You could have given them I'm one. I'm sure um, they have annual passes. So when Probably. you get yours, we'll go and just, like, all the time until they finally show up. Until, we, until we're all there at the same time <laughs> exactly. together. Not stocking. We're not stocking them. Um, okay. Well, now that we talked about what we're fangirling over, now on to the main event. Um, last week we mentioned we want to talk about reality. Um, first, to be clear, Marn and I have a very intense and deep amount of knowledge on television from like 1990 mm, to yeah. 2010, and maybe like a little from today. Right. So a lot of Fangirl Fridays will be dedicated to the days of old, sort of similar in vibe to the theme songs from Full House and Family Matters, no? Everything goes back to TGIF. Right. We'll definitely still bring up current TV and pop culture. Uh, we haven't just been not watching TV for the last seven years or whatever (laughs) but my personal love for 90s and 2000 tv is really like my only motivation to keep on living that's sad i know sorry husband and friends and family and stuff but it needs to be discussed we just wanted to get that out of the way before we dive real deep right so we today's theme is reality television and we simply cannot talk about reality tv without talking about the granddaddy of them all which is mtv uh, they really started it with the real world. Come on. And then gave us everything from Jersey Shore to making the band to newlyweds, the hills. The hills. Oh, my God. So I've basically literally seen almost every episode of all the shows that you just mentioned. I feel like MTV really sort of came about the same time that I came about. I feel like from like my puberty together. Yes, we puberty together. We had our we had our awkward uh, awkward times <laughs> together. So like from my early teens until my late 20s, I consumed an inordinate amount of TV. I mean, I still do. But I think our MTV reality, um, like, what's the word that I want? Styles are very different because you love the hills and 
Laguna Beach, yes. all that. And I like love Jackass yes. and the Osbournes. Yes. I feel like this is a good split for yeah. us because I did. So like when I first moved to Los Angeles, I saw Mark from the Road Rules at the aforementioned Target at Santa Monica course, and La Brea. Target. And I really felt like I had made it. And then my... <laughs> Solely. I like, made it to Target. Um, I made it to Target. But and then the area that I live in and really have lived in the whole time I've lived here in LA is um it's where like the entire cast of the hills sort of like hung out and whatever. Mm-hmm. I also saw Lauren Conrad at the Foot Doctor, which was like a whole thing. Um, but so I have like this daily reminder of all of the gifts that MTV has <laughs> given us for me, really. Speaking of the hills though, um Lauren Conrad is arguably a legitimate star now. One might say she started at the bottom, now she's here. Um, There's so many TV stars today that started, or there's so many just stars today that started as the rat-faced people of television. Thank you, Tina Fey, for that reference. And now they've risen the ranks to superstardom. Lauren Conrad is our inaugural example of started at the bottom, now they're here. Let's discuss her rise. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my old team in. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team. So, yeah. first of all, she's basically picked out of obscurity for Laguna Beach. Did you watch Laguna Beach? No, I really did not. I watched a little of The Hills. A little? What do you mean, a little? I don't know. There was something about that that kind of turned me off. But yeah, I still like was in the know. Like I was a big fan of Spidey because that was a mess. Well, yeah, that was a huge mess. I love this is where I feel like our age difference kind of starts to like show its show itself. Such a big age difference. It's like seven years something. <laughs> um, but anyway, so she's picked out of, out of obscurity from all of the research that I've done. I've read a lot about this. She's like found in a parking lot by Tony DeSanto, who's the the producer. And he does all, he did Laguna, he did the hills, he did everything. Um, and if you've ever been to Laguna Beach, have you been since you've lived here? Not yet. It is literally a one like lifeguard town. Like there is nothing going on there. Although they do have a really, really amazing candy store, which I feel like is worth the drive for you. Oh, speaking of candy. Yes. Um, you're making me read a Lauren Conrad original novel called LA Candy. I did. I didn't even ask Natalie. I just bought <laughs> two two books on Amazon and just left it on her no, desk at work. But you said in the beginning she's like discovered in a parking lot, which is similar to this book you're making me read. Oh, oh don't say, oh, uh, like I'm making you. You've <laughs> you are read forcing the whole me thing. to read this young adult novel. Yes. It's also written in 2009, which is the year I moved to LA. So it feels very like personal to me. Um, but yeah, so she's picked out of obscurity for Laguna, has is like on for two seasons there. That show went for three years. Mm-hmm. Then MTV likes her so much, they, they start The Hills for her. And it's all about, like, her and her friends. And it's basically just what her she does. Friends. Which is her Frenemies. friends, quote, unquote. So L.A. Candy, which is one of the books, which, again, now she's an author. I think she's written. What written. isn't she really now? I mean, she's really just crushing it. Like, she's she's a legitimate star. Like, I kind of forget sometimes that she was Yeah, because she has, like, TV. she's a huge blogger. She has her own line at Kohl's. She which, does. Let me just say now, I hate Kohl's. Why? Not to be anti-fangirl, but I hate Kohl's. Why? It's gross. It's not. It's maybe gross. It's kind of gross. But anyway, so she is on the hills. That is like a huge thing. Then she writes these books. So L.A. Candy is basically like a fictionalized version of the hills. 
so she is Jane. Like it's there's a whole. It's good. I like it's it. it's fine. <laughs> but fine. I just don't understand why she didn't tell it kind of like in a first person character. Like I did this. It's always like it is weird. The narrator Jane changes says a lot. This, then so and so says this. It's never. I don't know. Are you at the point where Madison becomes the narrator? No. Okay. Well, it shifts. It shifts around a lot. But I do have to say, I literally have the book in my hand right now because on the first page of LA Candy, I was dying laughing. Just like the quality of writing. The last sentence of the first page is, "He smelled like bad cologne, and armpits, and pot." Like it just kills me every Quality single time. writing. I was like, yep, mm-hmm. we've all been with that guy. That's the worst. Um, <laughs> so I feel like I have a clip of the hills because you didn't watch. You've seen like two episodes or whatever. I'm still I'm angry at you. But if for anyone that also didn't see it, like Natalie, this clip is essentially just the hills in a nutshell. It was just a lot of like kind fighting. of a lot of fighting, a lot of underage drinking, a lot of girls like yelling at each other over nothing. A lot of denim club. skirts. Yeah, I mean, but that was like of that was the, the style. Time. Yeah, there's a lot it's of It's a sound. rough show for me to come back to because it's like mid 2000s fashion is very weird. Yeah, but also great. A lot of like tiered ruffle and like a lot of juicy couture. Okay, I'm going to play this clip. You know why I'm mad at you? Why, Laura? You know why I'm mad at you. Why? You know what why? you did. What did I do? You know what, what you did. What did I do? You started a sick little rumor about me. I didn't start any rumor really? about you. Really? Nothing? No. You're a sad, pathetic person. That's, I mean, that's what she's saying. Basically, it's, it's Lauren is yelling at, at Heidi. Heidi. Yeah, at Heidi, who one half of Spidey. And Heidi, like, started this sex tape rumor about it. I mean, it was very, it was very of the times. I feel like sex tapes were real big in yeah. the mid, in the mid-2000s. So the Hills really had their, like, finger they on were the on pulse. trend. Yeah. So not only is she, so now she's, like, a two-time reality star. She has her fashion line, all of that stuff. I will, the one thing, though, that Lauren is kind of, like, known for, and I feel like you yeah. know this, I feel like everyone knows this, is that... She works for, quote unquote, I feel like the whole time. She worked for Teen Vogue. She was an intern. And she's given the opportunity to go to Paris and, like, be an intern there. And it's, like, a whole thing. But instead, she chooses to rent a house with her, like, drugged out boyfriend, Jason. And this is probably why I couldn't get into the show. They were just making wrong choices. Well, yeah. And also, it costs, like... $20,000 $20,000 to rent a house in Malibu for the summer. Like, where are these kids and who are their parents? That internship is that inter- giving them money. Lucrative. Um, but so we have to play the clip because this is just every time I think of Lauren Conrad, I think about this. Lauren didn't go to Paris. She's going to always be known as the girl who didn't go to Paris. Always. She's always going to be known as the girl that didn't She's go to Paris. Always. I mean, we still think it was 10 years ago. Is I'm still that thinking like- about that. LaurenConrad.com, the girl who didn't go to Paris. I like hope that's so. what it's called. I hope that is like her byline for everything. <laughs> um, but so, yes. Yeah, so. I also, let me be fair though, I think she'd be a very nice person in real life. I love that you're just like, we've been I wasn't shitting just on like her. Shitting on her. <laughs> I was shitting on Coles, yes. Yes, you did. You, yeah. Although she did do some Disney stuff. What? Point to her. Yeah. Lauren Conrad did? She did Disney line for Coles. Like Lauren Conrad for Disney for Coles. Yeah. What'd she make? Like princess stuff? Um, I honestly like, had no idea about this. Well, it was just her clothing stuff, but she did like a Minnie Mouse, like themed and like Cinderella, I think. Oh. I feel like you should let you should, you should like Coles now because of that. Well, I was tricked into it. I'm not gonna say I didn't look at it. <laughs> I mean, so essentially, really, what I'm 
what it all comes down to is that she's a reality TV star. She had really great hair. We're not talking about that enough. She, like, taught us all, again, that we could wear headbands. True. We need to talk about that. But author, again in quotes, um, entrepreneur, laurenconrad.com is actually kind of like a literal, legitimate, like, style icon type of stuff. So what this is really all bubbling up to is that she's, like, the queen of basic. Like, she started Which is why you love her so much. I know, because I'm so basic. Like... (laughs) I, I might be like the step princess of basic. So I feel like she's a kindred spirit and that we really, we need to laud her more than we do. I feel she like really, people are like, oh, okay, you're yeah. dumb and whatever. But no, she's actually really great. She really has made a name for herself though. Like I think most people don't even realize she was a reality star. Yeah. I mean, she's transcended. Yeah. Like Kelly Clarkson. Or Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of. Um, also as an aside about MTV, because now with all the like political stuff, I remembered this. Uh, did you know that there is a real world cast member who is a congressman? I did. Um, it's uh, Sean from Boston. Yeah, and he spoke at the Republican <laughs> National Convention, which feels very anti-MTV. Yeah. And he's also married to Rachel from the real world San Francisco. How did they meet? An MTV party? I hope so. I did once see them at uh, the Mall of America. In, in Minnesota. Yes, in Minnesota with their 20 children. I mean. They have 20. They have 20 kids. It might be eight, but it's still a lot either way. <laughs> um, so I feel like if we're going to talk about MTV stars like Lauren Conrad, who has sort of transcended and made it and has started at the bottom, now they're here. Right. We have to talk about all of the sad people who just like didn't do it. I mean, do we really want to kick a girl who's down? Are we talking about Aubrey O'Day? Yes. I mean, renowned star of making the band. Danity Kane legend. I will say that I have several Danity Kane songs on my running mix to this day. No big deal. I mean, it's great. She's still still got those hits. She does. She has those hits. But she was dating Polly D from Jersey Jersey Shore Shore. fame, which was honestly just like too much for me to handle. And I think they, the reason they met was that they were on another reality show about being, like, chronically... Reality stars? Yeah, it was like, I'm a reality star, and I'm on a reality show, and it's like I'm chronically single or, like, terrible at dating. Maybe because you're hugely narcissistic. It wasn't like, these um, reality shows. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Did you watch that? No, but isn't Spidey on that? Well, okay, Spidey and Sanjaya were on it together, and, like... Heidi and Sanjay had a weird friendship, and she would. It was when Heidi Montai was trying to have a music career. Oh yeah, and so she, she was, looked. She looked to Sanjay as like a mentor. No, but she would like <laughs> sing for him, and then I think Frangela was, was there too, and they were just like always side eyeing each other. It was a great show. Wait, wasn't it like in the woods? Oh, and Janice Dickinson was there. Janice like, Dickinson all is the always there. All the greats. Janice Dickinson is literally always there. Yeah. I've seen her at Ralph's a bunch too. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, anyway, okay, wait, we have to go back to Polly <laughs> D and Aubrey O'Day because this clip of like how they broke up because she was filming another reality show. I think she was like on Big Brother or something. And he broke up with her via Instagram photo deletion. Like he like, Ooh, yeah, took harsh. all of their stuff off of social media. All right, here's how it went down. Sad news out of the reality TV community. Two of their brightest stars, Polly D and Aubrey O'Day, have broken up. Everyone is devastated. Everyone except for Aubrey, who may not know about it yet. So it looks like Polly D and Aubrey O'Day are officially done. 
and Homeboy has now deleted her from all of his Instagram and seems to got rid of her, maybe without her even knowing. But how could she not know? She was all over his Instagram and now she's not. She just went into the Big Brother UK house. You're sequestered for months, so you don't have uh, access to the outside world at all. OMG, so she can't see that she's been deleted? Before she went in, she posted on her Instagram how much she loved him and keep the fort and like hold the fort down. He was holding her dog. At DJ Polly D, I will miss you so much. You are my lover, my person, my soulmate, my ex. That's disgusting. Ew, my lover. I'm yeah. like 12 years old and I can't hear Hate the word it. lover. It's really, really gross. Um, also, we've talked about them enough, but I mean, Spidey is just like the pinnacle of reality star. They're reality tragedy. royalty. Yeah, but in a terribly sad way. Well, yeah. Didn't your roommate just see Spencer? Does he still yeah, have like his flesh tone? Like a tone? burger place and he had a huge beard. Like a, his weird, creepy flesh tone beard? Yeah. He's still rocking it. Um, he didn't mention anything about crystals, but I'm sure they were around. I was just going to say, so I was at the nail place and I was reading a People magazine and they spent $1 million on crystals. Like not crystal, which would also be a crazy <laughs> to spend that much money on champagne, but a million dollars. Well... Crystals are healing, Marin. They're buying them to fix their lives. Can I please show you this clip that I just found of Spencer, like, melting down over his crystals? I'm not kidding. I've watched this clip eight times. You have to see it. Okay. He's losing his mind the whole time. Oh. What are you going to do? Build the biggest walls you possibly can and just cordon yourself off from reality forever? I'm trying. That's why I'm trying to keep it in my crystals. I don't think the crystals are working, man, because you're... Hyperventilating over here, your red face. I know they're not working. That's why there's hundreds on me right now. Maybe take them all off and look in the mirror. Yeah, so he's melting down. He's holding, he's covered in hundreds of crystals that apparently cost millions of dollars. And he's holding this huge crystal to his temple, like as if that's gonna solve all of his problems. This was still it's during clearly the clearly working. Time. Yeah, I mean, this was before the hills ended. Like they lost all their money and Heidi had like the million uh, plastic surgeries. The million plastic. I mean, she looks like a totally different person. That was one of my yeah. favorite People magazine what, ever. What show was she just on with her mom? Um, what was it called? Like Daddy Issues? Mother Daughter oh. Experiment? Mother Daughter Experiment, not Daddy Issues. Could and be a similar show, though. <laughs> Daddy Issues? No, I think that's an entirely different show. Um, Char Jackson was also on that show. It was really weird because they did this mock funeral. What? Like... For, I don't remember if it was the mom that died and like Heidi would have to go to like the cemetery and look at her like grave. That's and like grieve. It was a very weird show. Did they resolve any of their issues? I actually think they kind of ended on good terms, like oh. her and her mom. But I don't know. I mean, I'm not keeping in touch, so I don't know what's going on there. You haven't checked in with yeah. mother daughter's family. <laughs> she, um, they they live in like his parents' basement. I do think, though, that he graduated college, but it's like, who... You're All the hiring. money's going to crystals. <laughs> it's true. And you're like, you're not hiring Spencer Pratt. Like, even if he is super smart, which maybe he is, I don't know. She seems to have, like, kind of zero skills. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad about sort of railing on them, but I feel like they asked for it a little bit. Yeah. When you spend a million dollars on crystals... He wasn't asked back to the Hills reunion, right, Spencer? I don't think so. And like, obviously, he and Lauren have a lot. And like, Lauren's a real star now. So I feel like she has some pull over at MTV and she can just, you know, shoo them aside. But I mean, they made that show. It was, it was amazing. First of all, they have, they have a nickname, Spidey. Yeah. It sounds kind of cool. Like, if you're into 
comic books and stuff, but it's really terrible. Super, super villain or superhero, Spidey? True. I mean, so basically what we're saying is that MTV played an integral role in our, upgr- in our upbringing, right? Yeah, I don't know where I'd be today without MTV. I mean, they these people were my friends. Like, I knew them intimately. I wanted to, like, have them around. Like I said, I felt very accomplished and very happy when I saw Lauren Conrad at the foot doctor. They were my friends. Okay, so if you had to pick, who would be your MTV reality squad? Oh my gosh. There's so many options. Um, Okay, so because I am basically... I think, I mean, I've just made it clear. I love Lauren Conrad, and right. she's my queen. Um, I like how other people have, like, Beyonce and, like, real Lauren Conrad. Real cool people. Mine, mine is Lauren Conrad. So if I say that, I have to have Lo Bosworth, who is Lauren Conrad's best friend and from Laguna to the Hills. They, like, bring her back. She okay. just feels like she's going to, like, write me a thank you note and, like, like, yell at somebody who's maybe mean to me in kind of, like, a nice way mm-hmm. or, like, make me cookies. I don't know. She seems like the consummate friend. Um, and then I did just kind of like rail, you know, shit on him a little bit, but he's but great. You still love him. I still love him. I love Polly D. I loved the Jersey Shore. Maybe like first season, it got like a little yeah. crazy. Love the duck phone. Um, but he always is a party. He's always ready to go. Um, I think he could be like my hype man. Like he's like my flavor flave. Um, he definitely is very like into the gym. I could use a little motivation. Help. Yeah, he could I feel like he's hyping me up at the gym so I could use all of those things. And uh I do love Aubrey O'Day. He could maybe introduce me. But the most important quality of of Polly D is I don't know if you remember this, but he would always be like, the cabs are here. The cabs like I need to know when the cab is coming. Like and he could also say it in multiple languages. Um I have this clip of him like saying it in Italian. Um please, <laughs> yes. please play it for me. I'll play it. So in America, Polly's like, hey is it here? In Italy, Paul would be like, Taxi sono qui. 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 Sono qui. Sono qui. Ready? Let's go. Let's go. Taxi sono qui. Sono qui. Like, I need to know that. I yeah, need he'd that be great to have around once in a while. Yeah. He's not, he's like a, he, he checks in and out. And then, so for my last one, I'm going to pull a fast one on you because you did this to me the last time we played okay. squad, was I want both. Rob Deerdeck and Big Black from Robin Big. Did you ever see that show? Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> There's this scene that is like seared into my brain. Rob, who I think is maybe like five feet tall, has this huge like workout ball under his shirt and he jumps across the room to Big Black and like, you know, Big Black's like 300 pounds and he just ricochets <laughs> so hard off of Big Black and like rams into the wall. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. But I do think... We're not giving enough credit to when they got the little horse. Do you oh, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so when I was just in New Zealand, I like fell in love with this little horse and have been asking my husband for one <laughs> for like a month. And I don't think I'm going to get it for my birthday, but I'm hoping. But they had this little horse and it was like busted stuff. And they tried to like enter it in a competition. <laughs> you have to watch this. We're in the middle of a crisis right now. Yeah, we are. You know what I'm saying? We don't, even, we don't even got a shot. Nobody told us how many minis all ghetto and shifty. We need an emergency grooming. Whatever he needs to do to be okay. competition Make him look like a what show horse. Need, Come on, we're going to make him look like a show horse. I'm just so glad that someone kept it real and like came over and said something. <laughs> the term ghetto and shifty really just needs to be like added to the lexicon. <laughs> like, no, I want a miniature horse. Actually, I want a miniature donkey, but you know. Yeah, I get it. 
Um, okay, so that's my squad. Who would be your MTV okay, reality show squad? Um, my first one is Chris Pontius from Jackass. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because one, he's party boy. True. Um, two, he's super fun. Like he would do stupid stuff, but not next level stupid, like Steve O crazy. Like he was still a little like rational. Yeah, he's still like with it. Okay. Um, and somehow he randomly was cast in Sofia Coppola's Somewhere. <laughs> so like he's, he's got basically a legit actor now. Basically. Um, so I'd like that connection because I love Sofia Coppola. So, wow. But I do have a little clip for him. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know when I learned, I decided to really learn to wipe myself was when my mom wasn't home one day and my dad had to wipe my butt. And I, I did not feel comfortable with it. It was just... I didn't like that dude wiping my butt. And he was kind of rough. <laughs> that dude. Like, like it's your father. Also, he's just inexplicably standing in, in tidy whities, like, in like, a yard. If you watch, like, m- multiple videos of him, he's almost always, like, naked or in his underwear. <laughs> is that why you like him? Maybe. 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 Mm. Um, my second one is April Margera, Bam's mom. Bam's from mom. Viva La Bam. Uh-huh. Um, because she also rational but can still laugh when they do things to her husband. Yeah, she did. She was always like, oh, bam. Like, yeah. She just like, was or like screaming, like freaking out, but then like, okay. Right. So I love that. And then my final one is Minnie the dog from the Osbournes. <laughs> because I was thinking about it and I love the Osbournes, but I wouldn't want any of them to hang out with me. Oh my God, no. For a long period of time, I don't think. Doesn't Christina Aguilera live in the Osborne's house yes. now? That's amazing. <laughs> so the dog. Why yes. the dog? Rest in peace, though. Many died in 2008. I don't want to make you cry. Oh, my God. That's so sad. I didn't know that. Well, why not a dog? Why wouldn't you want a dog with you at all times? That's true. You know, we've actually never introduced something other than a human yeah. into our squad. I was actually originally going to say Jesse Camp, sure. but I realized that's a VJ, so we should save that for another time. <laughs> Jesse Camp. That was, like, when America realized that, like, the internet could be not used for good. Like, it was like, let's vote for this, yeah. like, our next VJ. And, like, oh, I met, shit, we got I Jessie. met Jesse Camp at a 90s night in Chicago with my old roommate. How's he look? Exactly like Jesse Camp. Hmm. And um, my roommate was a little drunk, and Jesse and him shared a conversation about the joint um, Kentucky Fried Chicken Pizza Hut's. And then we got pictures with them, and that's all I remember. As one does. But I mean, we did get Dave. very friendly. Yeah. We did get Dave Holmes out of the mix, and he's still, like, keeping it together for everybody. Dave Holmes is great. He is great. Um, so in summary, I would like to take this moment to say thank you to MTV. Without you, we'd likely have no housewives, no survivor, no Kardashians. Ugh. Wait, <laughs> should we thank them, or did they ruin television forever? <laughs> I mean, we would never have met calf implant guy or second life rock star weird anime girl yeah, from the true life series and we wouldn't know what a super sweet 16 was i'm still waiting for mine yeah. we would definitely never have tanya who was on like every real world road rules every challenge yes. ever so i guess thank you mtv for raising us to be the strange weird um, possibly emotionally repressed women they are today definitely emotionally repressed women that you that you see today um so we want to hear from you guys uh what were your favorite mtv reality shows 
uh, did you love all of Lauren Conrad's books? Did you read them? I'm really into it. I'm really into L.A. Candy. And uh, do you also want to know what happened to Wow Space? Because I'm very concerned. And I've gone down a lot of deep before and after rabbit hole Google searches. Um, so drop us a line at hellofangirls at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. And you can find us on Instagram at Fangirl Fridays Podcast or Twitter at FGF Podcast. We also have a Facebook page, so you should probably find us there too. So really, anywhere you want to find us, we're you, around. We're around. You can find us. Uh, so see you next week, fellow fangirls. Bye. Bye.